Have you ever gotten a quote from a video company for multiple cameras and wondered why that's necessary? We'll talk about it right after this. Welcome back to Watch Time. We're glad to have you. It is a cold, wintry day here in Cleveland, which is why I'm holding my mug so closely. Some warm coffee. <laughs> it's a little chilly in the studio. This may or may not be going out when it is chilly, so hopefully warmer weather for those of you yes. that are watching or listening. <laughs> I hope so. Um, but today, we really I wanted to touch on a subject that I feel like comes up very often when we're mm-hmm. talking to different clients. Um And that is having one versus two cameras. And I think a lot of people look at it as maybe it's not necessary or it's just some increased cost. So I really wanted to go through the reasoning for having one versus two, maybe if there's situations where you should have one versus two. But I do feel like it's something that comes up a lot and, you know, maybe something we need to kind of explain to our audience a little bit more about. Yeah, I agree. I think this this is a very common question, and you know, for everybody that's that's um, watching or listening, you know, I it's this is a tough situation for for me as a as a professional. I know similar like anything that we're doing with clients, you know, my 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 family background. I have uh, my dad and my brothers, and that they're they're in the trades, and um, you know, my whole family's kind of been trade workers, and to some extent. And, you know, it's crazy to me because like you wouldn't work with an electrician or a plumber and then tell them which tool they need to use or tell them, you know, what needs to be serviced. Usually call them like my furnace is broken. I need you to fix it. You're like, you know, you're not down there with them. Like, ah, you know, I don't think we need to use that wrench today. Let's just, hopefully you're not, unless you're (laughs) in one of those, um, turning into your parents, uh, progressive commercials. True. (laughs) I feel like that'd be a good concept (laughs) for one. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So I, I do, I do think though, like this is a great topic and it does, as you said, like get addressed often. Um, and I'm going to throw something out there to professionals in the video field that are listening and, um, to, other people that are potentially purchasing services. And I'm going to tell you that um, I believe there are very few times that you should not have like two cameras. Like I think most times you should have two mm-hmm. and very rarely would you have one. So I'm just going to start with that. I, I mean, I think that's, that's great. Maybe um, we could start by talking about um, the advantages of having two and what kind of situations that you absolutely should have two. Like, like I know one would probably be live events because mm-hmm things are happening once and you're trying to capture much of it as much of it as possible. Yeah. Well, I guess, and I guess kind of depends on, you know, on the live event, you know, so there's been times that we've been hired to go out and somebody's like, I just want a main camera. You know, I'm going to just have it on the stage because we're going to have people coming out there. This is maybe, I guess something to think about for people that are, are purchasing the service, you know, what are you doing with it? You know, is yeah. it just something that you kind of want to have it because, you know, people couldn't attend and we want to put it up there as maybe a piece of content to just show hey, we did this thing. And, you know, if you want to watch it, maybe you missed it. Here this is. And, you know, I think having one camera for that's perfectly acceptable. I think that um, it's better to have one than not have like one, you know, have nothing. So if if you can get one in your budget and you can record it and it's important for you to maintain that record, I think it's good to have one. Um, If it's in a 4K camera and you can get the camera close enough and kind of get a nice wide shot of the stage, you could always crop in and... um, export the video in high definition. So that gives you that kind of two camera angle situation. But to your point, I think if, you know, 
when it comes to an event, if it's something that's going to be turned into maybe a course or something that's going to be turned into some type of giveaway that you want to be able to provide a quality piece of content to capture an email address or really get somebody to contact you about your service, I think having two cameras at that point is smart. You know, having a wide shot, having a tight shot. Um, one other common thing that goes with that, because I know that people that are listening and watching are going to say this because we get this all the time. Well, can you just, the wide camera is just the wide camera. So just lock it down and you just go work the one because we only want one videographer. That's another thing because uh, with, with each camera comes an mm, operator. Yes. Or ideally should. It should. Um, there are people out there that don't do that. And I know like, because I've had people say, oh, well, we've hired people in the past and they haven't operated the wide camera. They locked it down. And I go, well, they're very lucky individuals because. Yeah, it's one of those things that probably 90% of the time it's going to be fine. But are you willing to take that risk that maybe, you know, something goes wrong and then mm -hmm. you do, you know, whatever you're doing and then you come back and realize nothing's been captured. You don't want to be in that situation. True. I mean, video is expensive I and mean, we've talked about that. It can be expensive depending on what you're doing with it. I mean, you know, probably hiring a solo operator um, to come out and set up two cameras, say it's for a. Let's just say it's a you know half day event. You know, I'd say on average, even on the low end, you're probably looking at around a thousand dollars for somebody to to shoot that and cut it together. I think that's on the low, very very low end. Mm -hmm. I think more reasonable is probably like fifteen to eighteen hundred hundred dollars, and that's that's a lot of money for some businesses. You know, and that's equivalent if you're a small business and you have a tight marketing budget. You know, that that's the equivalent of somebody going out and buying a you know a nice car. Yeah. You know, if you were to go buy a nice car, if the the dealer was like, well, it may or may not work. Yeah. You know, 90% <laughs> of the time you're fine, but 10% of the time you're probably not going to be able to start it. Right. Right. And it's like, are you really willing to take that risk? Um, before we go mm -hmm. on, I kind of, I just wanted to, to tune in on a, a couple different points that you made. So first mm -hmm. of all, so just to be clear, you know, when you have two different cameras, you're basically able to capture two different angles. Mm -hmm. um, and, when we were talking about, you know, maybe maybe doing like a wide shot and punching in, that's what a lot of people probably see like on you, like YouTubers do that. Mm -hmm. They'll have the one camera and you'll kind of see cuts of them closer up and then farther away. So that that's one camera doing that and it's high resolution enough that they're able to crop in on the video and then it's it's still, you know, it's not blurry or anything. So that's, that's working with a, a one camera. Yes. So you mm -hmm. still have that flexibility. Um, but the two, two cameras are actually different angles. Yes. And then, um, we were talking about the events and you were mentioning it kind of depends on what you want to capture. And I think that's a good way to think about it too. I mean, are you just kind of getting an overview video where you're going to have some footage of maybe like the booth area and then, you know, maybe some non-audio footage of the speaker and, um, you know, just kind of do like a recap video. Or are, is it something where you're only capturing maybe the speaker in a keynote and mm. just letting that run? Um, because you also have to consider when different things are happening during the event, because maybe if things are happening at the same time, you're mm. definitely going to need two people to capture both of those. So yeah. you really got to have a game plan. You know, you can't really just be like, OK, well, we're just going to get some footage from our event and see what comes out of it. You know, just with everything, you should have a strategy. It's, it's really like more of the just shooting everything you can and praying you could put something together mentality. Yeah. Um, one thing I do want to mention, though, just kind of going off of your comment on the like with YouTubers where they like can crop in, because um, I know people that are, are listening to this are probably going to go, well, why can't we just do like, why do we want that second angle? Why can't we just do that? That's mm -hmm. good enough. And 
Um, the reason why it's I think it's crucial to have a second angle and have somebody that's running that camera following the speaker is you don't really know what the speaker is going to do. Um, you know, you're very limited. You know, if the speaker kind of goes out of the shot and you're on a wide shot and you're as wide as you can go, you're going to lose the speaker. Mm -hmm. You know, um, if the speaker maybe turns and is facing another direction in the audience, you know, like say they're not straight on, they're maybe to the left or to the right, you're going to get a side profile of them where you actually, I mean, the ideal situation would be to have two cameras on each side. So no matter what they're doing, you're capturing, you know, left or right. And then you have center. I mean, that's yeah. really, that's really three camera shoot a standard for um, event production, but you know, two is better than, than one in this regard. So I, I just think, you know, when you hear that, you know, people that are listening and you're thinking like, well, that's good enough, you know, but to your point, it depends on what you're trying to to achieve. And when we go back to that whole course mentality and you know, are people paying for this course, when we go back to lead generation, you know, are people giving you an email address? Are you trying to get them to reach out to you? Because, I mean, I hate to say that crappy content gives crappy results, but it it's does. True. <laughs> so. Yeah. And so, so by having more cameras, you're decreasing your risk of maybe mm -hmm. not capturing something. And you're also going to make your content look more professional because you're getting different angles mm -hmm. um, and different looks. And I think another thing that I know I always talk about when we're doing interviews, um, you know, when people are uncomfortable and they're worried about getting everything you know, particularly right. And I tell them, don't worry about it because with the two cameras, we can also um, more easily edit. There's more flexibility yeah. because two different cameras are capturing your, um, you know, what you're, what you're saying. And so it's a little bit easier to kind of splice and dice and, and put something good together. That's another consideration too. You know, not all speakers are dynamic. Not all speakers are going to get it right. Uh, I guess it depends on the level of the event and the production. I mean, if, if you're going to have a smaller event that you're going to turn into a course or turn into a lead gen, you know, that speaker may have to stop because maybe batteries die in, you know, in their microphone or maybe they need to get a drink or maybe, you know, their phone goes off and it derails them. And it's like, do you want that in the final video? And having two cameras allows you to cut from them saying one thing. And then if their phone rings, you can then cut from that tight camera wait till the phone call's done, then cut back to the wide shot and they can pick back up. And that's going to help make it a lot smoother because when there are jump cuts in, in video, sometimes that does kind of, it jars the brain. And then it takes a person that's in this position of learning and they stop learning for a second because their brain's still trying to process, well, wait, they were on the other side of the stage and now they've magically transported to the, you know, the opposite side. Yeah, they get caught up on the, the lack of a smooth transition instead of mm -hmm. really listening to the content. And that could be crucial. Maybe that's the point in which you've given your call to action or you've given yeah. them that such a valuable piece of content that they're, that person's like, I'm going to call them and, and reach out because they can solve my problem. So I think, yeah. you know, this is where cutting corners on multi-cam and event is, is a big thing. Um, like I said, it's something's better than nothing. So if your budget doesn't allow and you can only do one camera, that's that's fine. That's acceptable. That's what you got to do. But I just my big thing is don't go to the video video uh, videographer, video production company. And go. I don't think we need that second camera. Mm -hmm. You know, if you can, you know, but if you can't afford it, just tell them, say, hey, we don't have it in the budget. But mm -hmm. what can you make work for me? You know, because they're trying to give you the best that they can, because ultimately the way I look at it is if you hire, you know, us or you hire another company and you tell them you don't need the second camera and then the thing doesn't look the way you thought it should 
you're going to go back to that company and be like, oh, well, it's your fault. Yeah. And that company's going to be like, well, I, I didn't tell you we needed to. So. Yeah. Sure. You, yeah, I mean, yeah. the whole point of just any company you're working with, you got to have some trust in their expertise. Yeah. And the, just like you said, you know, with the person that's fixing your HVAC system or, or mm -hmm. you know, um, your your friendly videography company, yeah. um, you know, you, you should really just trust them to, to do their um expertise and hopefully you know they're not trying to cheat you they're just no. trying to to create the look that you're really going for it's a partnership i mean that's really yeah. what it is when you hire a video production company or a video marketing company that truly is in it for their clients it's a partnership and it's about giving them the best quality you can for their money and allowing them to create content that's not only on brand but content that is going to be effective for them as well yeah, I think that's that's you know perfectly said. Um, I also we've been talking a lot about live events or just events, but I also feel like having two cameras can really create efficiency and maybe even reduce overall costs um, by maybe having like a shorter day when you're on just a regular shoot too. Like I'm thinking of um, one that we did where the company had a lot of executives that were coming mm -hmm. into town and they, everybody had to fly out at like different times and had a very tight schedule. And so we had, you know, interviews going on upstairs in this space that we rented and then downstairs, people that weren't being interviewed, we had somebody getting B roll of them around like mm -hmm. a conference table there too. So we were really able to get people in and out and, you know, rather than just having one camera where it made it, it was probably going to be like a longer day. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't have been able to work within their schedule. So I think that really created a lot of efficiency on that shoot too. Yeah. And that's a great point. I mean, that's, I mean, that's something we do get challenged on sometimes too, is, you know, we'll put down two videographers and we've had clients in the past say, well, I don't think we need to. Um, and, and I just think, you know, I mean, I'm cool. I'm really cool with challenging your, your, you know, your vendor. You, you should, you know, it's like when you go to buy yeah. a used car or something like that, you challenge used car salesman, you know, when you, you know, bring somebody in to do contract work on your house and you're like, I want tile done. And they give you this whole thing and you're like, well, why does it cost that much? Like, it's yeah, okay to ask, challenge. Ask, and ask questions, ask questions. Yeah. yeah. But, but I wouldn't say, you know, I don't think we need that. Say, well, why, you know, at, put it on them. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, if they're a good video production company, a good video marketer and a good partner, they're going to be able to answer that question. Well, here's the reason why we need to. Let mm -hmm. me explain this to you. And, and oftentimes I feel like we, when we have had really good clients that have asked us that question, because we have had clients ask sure. us, I don't want to say, you know, I'm trying to complain about some of the clients that have, have told us we don't need it. But, you know, we've had qu clients, you know, not question it. We've had clients come back and say, why do you think we need to? Mm -hmm. And we've given them the answer. And nine times out of 10, they're like, Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, like, yeah, sure. We do need to. Sure, absolutely. I'm always happy to to provide a reason, but mm -hmm. in the end, you know, just tr you have to trust the experts to just make your video, you know, look good and do yeah. what they got to do. So absolutely, and I think, I think to your point, so that's one another use case, obviously. Mm -hmm. Like, so for B roll, you know, you want to split up. Um, I think even outside of saving time, I think location's key for that too. I I know we we quoted out a project at one point where you know we were going to show multiple processes. And that was in the same location, but different ends of the manufacturing facility. And um, we had limited time. I think time is always a factor with these yeah. things. We had limited time to put this together. So we, our solution was, well, let's split up. Let's send one team down to the other end to see, you know, how the sausage is made. And we'll send somebody down to the opposite end to see how it's packaged. So it allowed us to maximize our time. We didn't end up working on that project because I think it ended up getting scrapped. But and I think part of that sometimes too, you know, a good, a good, I guess, 
um, a good client will look at their budget, look at what we're trying to do, and they'll they'll realize that if it's a tight time frame, they will scrap a project and mm-hmm. say, "Well, we'll wait. We'll come back and revisit it when we have a bigger budget because sure. they don't want to rush it." But that is a good use case, and you know that is another time when a videographer might say. We need two cameras because we need to split up or the event's so big that we want to cover the whole thing. Yeah. So lots of different reasons for one versus two cameras or more. Or more. Um, um, <laughs> and videographers. I would say the interview thing, too, you kind of touched on earlier. But I, I think that's another big thing because I, I think that's a question we get. Why do we need two cameras for the interview? And mm-hmm. I thought you explained that perfectly with it allows people to be able to mess up mm-hmm. and we can piece it together. And yeah. um, if you have a really good editor, which we do. They can take the uh, two cameras and they can piece that together. So this way we can tell a story and yeah. you can't tell that, you know, maybe because, you know, sometimes people get nervous and they stumble. Sure. And you can't tell if they stumble. Yeah, absolutely not. No, we are. We try to make everybody look and sound their best. That's always something that we're striving for. We mm-hmm. want you to, you know, we want your video to be great. So, yeah. All right. Well, is there anything else you can um, think of that we should touch on with like one or two? With multiple cameras? Yeah. Um, I guess, you know, my thought would be to, um, you know, with multiple cameras, this is kind of even beyond the camera thing, but I just think anytime there's there's multiple things on the invoice, you know, some videographers that you're going to meet, they don't know how to price things out and they want to list off everything because they feel like it provides value if you know, you know, every nut and bolt that they're bringing to a shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, I would just challenge the people that are watching or listening, you know, ask. I mean, I said it before, but I'm saying it again, ask, like if they list that they have two light kits on there and you're not quite sure what that is, ask them why. Instead mm-hmm. of saying, hey, you know what? What if we drop a light kit? Can we save like a couple hundred bucks? Like just say like, why do we need two? You know, and I, that, that'd be my big takeaway from this episode is if you see something on the invoice and you're not sure why it's there because, you know, maybe maybe they're uh, new to the, having their own business. Maybe they're just trying to be transparent. Instead of saying, let's not have this and see if we could save some money. Just say, why is it on there? So that's my advice from this episode. Yeah, And like you mentioned too, some of these things that are on there, I mean, maybe it is only the difference of a couple hundred dollars and Mm -hmm. you know, what's a couple hundred dollars when, you know, it would make a huge, like a much greater impact. Um, it's a, it's a smaller price to pay to have a better looking video. It's an investment. Yeah. You know, like we've, we've preached this all the time on this podcast. You are making an investment. And when you're working with the video production team, it should be a video that's going to um, either be going to your website or on social media that you're going to be reusing for the next, you know, three to four years. Or you as a company are making enough money that you don't have the time to be able to produce regular content or, you know, effective bursts of content, whether that be weekly, monthly, quarterly. And so you do, you know, a cost analysis on it. You say, what is more valuable, our time or our money? And then you decide we're going to hire somebody because it is better for us to spend money on having someone create the content for us so we can focus on revenue driving tasks. Absolutely. Well, I I hope that provides some answers to, um, you know, those questions out there about why, you know, you have one versus multiple uh, cameras. But really, overall message, I think, is just encouraging people to ask questions with your video partner and and uh, you can continue to learn along the way. And it's really fun to be able to um, understand the components of what goes into a video shoot. Yeah. So um, thanks for watching and make sure that you tune in next time. 
Thanks for listening to Watch Time. We hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. And remember to like and subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. And if you want your question answered on our podcast, go to flexmediacle.com backslash watch time.